Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup, oh, blocked by Curry, he got the shot off, oh my god, if you didn't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. Welcome back to Coast to Coast, the basketball podcast. I'm Ian Fain, joined by my co-host, Noah Weber. Um, today's episode, we're just going to kind of give our opinions on the playoffs that we have so far. Um, and so we're actually going to start off doing the Purtle today, if you want to pull it up. All right. Um, I haven't done it yet, so I think we're just going to work together and try to get this. Um, let's let's set a goal and try to do it in three. Go for kay? three? Go right, for cool, three. cool. All right. So who was yesterday's? I don't even know if I did yet. Oh, wait. It was uh, – shoot. He's good. He's a good player. Um, wasn't Paul George wasn't yesterday, was no, it? No, it wasn't Paul was George. It was an Eastern Conference wing, I'm pretty sure. And, and he saw – oh, it was uh, – it wasn't Desmond. Okay, Desmond Baines obviously in the West. Yeah. It's, it was a good wing in the East, bro. I can't remember. I can't. But regardless, let's regardless, let's all right, we're up. doing we're doing no silhouette. Of course. All right, so open us up. Who you want to go with first? Um. Hmm. Let's go with Dame. Dame Dalla. Dame right. Dalla. So it's a guard in the north. Oh, not a guard. He plays in the northwest. His Kay. number is obviously higher than zero. Yeah. Um. He's younger than 31, and he's taller than 6'2". So I'm thinking probably, I mean, a big or a um, forward. A big in the Northwest? Do a Jokic. Or okay. or Cat. We can go Jokic. Okay. So he's not a center. He's It looks like he's a power forward center. Okay. He's probably 6'10", and his number's lower than 15, and he's younger than 27. Okay, so it's not Cat because Cat's number thirty-two. Um, one second. I'm so I'm so bad with the divisions. I like having the divisions so it's not in front of me when I'm doing those it. two teams. So it's not Portland or Denver. So the teams that I we mean, have left are either Minnesota, Utah, OKC. Or OKC. Um. Ooh. How tall is uh Vanderbilt for the T Wolves? Is he more of a three-four? Is he more of a how tall is the dude? Probably 6'10 or 6'9 because it's yellow on the 6'11. I don't think. Oh, what about could uh, be. what about Big Jelly? Big Jelly. It's Big Jelly. I think it might be, yeah, actually. it's Big Jelly. Let's see. Nas Reed. Come Let's on, go. dude. Third Let's guess. Go. So, there we go. It was Nas Reed. We got it in three. All nice. right. So, good. Hey, good start. That good was a start. great start. <clears throat> So, actually, I think um, on that note, we should just kind of uh, start off in the Eastern Conference. We're going to start with the 1-8 matchup. Uh, the Heat and Hawks, uh, as of yesterday, April 26th, um, the Heat put the series away uh, 4-1. Uh, the Hawks put up a fight, though. They came back fighting, for sure. They didn't want to have their season in early, yeah. but... Um, it came to an end, and the Heat look like a true contender. Yeah, they do. They're playing great defense. They can score the ball with basically ease. Of course, um, their guards are going to have a heyday with mm-hmm. Trey Young on the floor, but um, we saw last game, relatively early in the game, Trey Young hit a shot. He shot a shot from, I think, the right corner, 
and hit the side of the glass. So yeah. you knew that it was if not his night. It was not his night at all. Um, and whenever Trey Young's playing like that, it's kind of tough to, um, you know, have the Hawks win a game. But they yeah. came back and only lost by three. So you can't hate it. But again, season ended and the Heat move on. But dude, Trey struggled the entire series. Yeah. I mean, that was that defense, though. Yeah, yeah, the Heat the defense is elite, but if you're an elite point guard, he's probably second-team All-NBA, pretty much averaging a double-double with assists and pretty much 30 points all year. Yeah. You can't get shut Fif- down like that. 15 points per game for Trey Young this series. Yeah, no, you, you can't. You can't do that. 15.4 points per game, five rebounds, and six assists. Yeah, if yeah, you're going to be no. a, a superstar player like Trey Young's been the past, what? Would you say he's a superstar yeah, or uh, close to borderline to a superstar player? Yeah, I mean, <coughs> he, I mean, it's his it's his fourth season, yeah. so I mean, he's been a star. His he's I got mean, room to improve yeah. for yeah, sure. He, I mean, <coughs> that's that's ridiculous to me to see him. I mean, in your closeout game, score eleven points in forty one minutes. Yeah, zero of five from three. That's I mean, he got outscored by Kevin Herter. But also, you got to think that is. Not something that's gonna happen all the time with Trey. Oh, oh no, he'll he'll bounce back. But I mean, yeah. it's and I mean they are they were the eight seed and they were without their second best player. But I mm-hmm. mean, still they're you averaging fifteen a game when you're supposed to be one of the top few point guards in the league is that's pretty unacceptable when it comes to the playoffs. I mean, it was a one eight matchup, but but still. Yeah. I mean, I I agree one hundred percent. One thing that I love to see from the Heat is Victor Oladipo back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always good to see whenever people come back, and um, especially whenever they come back and actually compete like yeah. the way he did. Um, so it's it's always good um, to see that. Um, this Heat team is good, though. Um, they switch everything on the defens- defensive side. Um, they got bigs to play with everyone. They have shooting to shoot over everyone. They got Jimmy Butler, who is just an absolute dog. Mm-hmm. And then Kyle Lowry, he's been playing good. But, I mean, of course, he's um, been kind of banged up this series. So we'll see the long way. But um, overall, this series was kind of boring to me. Um, I thought that the Hawks might be able to put up a little more of a fight than yeah. what they did. But um, obviously, Trayon got shut down. And whenever Trayon's shut down, the Hawks really have no yeah. chance. Um, although DeAndre Hunter stepped up big time, um, yeah, he did. He stepped up big time. It's he probably could, the best game of his career. Yeah, I mean, even it was a really good series for him. Yeah, he's averaging like I think around twenty one or something like yeah, that. Yeah, twenty plus for sure. Yeah, so it's it's always nice to see whenever you have that young talent kind of show flashes, especially in the playoffs where it mm-hmm. truly matters. Yeah, because there was a, I feel like there was a lot of people with DeAndre Hunter when he first came in the league. He was kind of underperforming. Mm-hmm. I'd say his first one or two seasons, and now he's kind of finally starting to fill those shoes yeah for sure i think now a lot of people they get like they rush a lot of the times with players like Mm -hmm. it's going to take a little bit for some of these players that are 18 19 years old to develop so um with deandre hunter it's always good to see him perform like Mm -hmm. that yeah because i mean he was drafted i feel like he went pretty didn't he go four in his I, drafts, he I think went, he went four. Yeah, because he went he went really high, and kind of people were like, "What the heck? Like, why are they taking DeAndre Hunter?" But I mean, now I mean I think he fits in well with the Hawks, and I mean he's already um, kind of outplayed uh, K 
Cam Reddish because I mean Cam Reddish is out the door. Yeah. And I out of those two, if you ask me at the same time who I thought that they'd kind of roll with, I would probably say Cam Reddish. Oh, I I mean I would and agree. Then, yeah. Now it's obviously DeAndre Hunter yeah. ball in the playoffs. If they had John Collins, do you think the series could have gone seven? Because there was dude. there was some close games in this series, I feel like you just can't have Trey Young averaging fifteen points per game. But if John Collins was playing, that could have taken off some of the defensive pressure off Trey. Maybe a little bit. I mean, it he, it gives them more problems. I it agree. I agree. Problems. But Trey Young was turning the ball over a lot too because yeah, he, he was getting was. he was getting blitzed at basically mid court. So mm-hmm. um, it's kind of difficult. And I mean, that's also a tough matchup. Yeah, eight one. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, four one isn't horrible. You get to steal a game, but I thought that they might have been able to steal either at least one more. One more. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, they only lost by three last night. Yeah, but I mean, they shouldn't have even been in the game. The Heat really didn't close out the game. They kind of let them back in mm-hmm. with taking stupid shots and yeah, kind of yeah. So, um, so we're gonna move on to the four five matchup in the East, which is the Philadelphia six seventy sixers. And the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Um, it's a 3-2 right now with um, Philly leading. I don't hate this matchup at all. No. I think both teams have been playing decently well, um, especially with Toronto not having uh, Van Vliet. Yeah, is he going to play game six? I hope he does. Yeah, I hope he and does And then too. having uh, Scotty Barnes kind of banged up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, they've been playing great. Pascal yeah, Siakam have. stepped up big time. Um, one thing that I don't like about this 76er team is James Harden is playing, like, absolute garbage. Bad. He is – this might be one of the worst playoff series I've seen James Harden Yeah, play. I've never seen – I am think in his career, <clears throat> I've never seen him play this bad. I like, don't think ever. I have either. This is not the James Harden that we're used to watching. Not at all. Because, I mean, the James Harden we're used to watching is I'm going to go get a bucket whenever I mm-hmm. want, and that is not the Harden that we've been seeing with the Sixers. Nope. Not at all. And, I'm like, it's – at this point, you would think that Harden would be used to the his surroundings in yeah. Philly, mm-hmm. and you would think that he would be able to gel with Joel Embiid, but it just seems like – <clears throat> they haven't had that gelling moment yet, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it has something to do with coaching, with the play style of the two, yeah. but I mean, I remember back whenever this trade happened, mm-hmm. I said I thought they had potential to be not comparing them to Kobe and Shaq, but I'm saying that they, the yeah. way that they play, they could play a dominant big with a nice guard who can get a bucket at any time. Yeah. Like, they... 1000% should be able to defeat anybody with no problem mm-hmm. with this especially with the lineup they have. Yeah, with like, the with the team they have, there's no reason that they shouldn't win this series and if they lose game 6, I think I think all the momentum shifts yeah. to Toronto. Oh yeah, I think it kind of already has in a way. Mm-hmm. Even with Toronto being without um Van Vliet, it's still Toronto has a lot of momentum because yeah. they beat Philly convincingly game five. Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't much of a game. Yeah. And so I mean I I agree. If they can pull off this three oh deficit win. That 
crazy. I think first I think time ever. First time ever. Philly's got to do something new. What? What? But what would that be? I they got to do just, something new. They can't get. I don't think they can get rid of Harden though. They gave up so much just to get I know, Harden. Even I. I don't. I don't know what they can do, but they got to do something new. The process is done after this. Yeah. The. I mean, if the, you can't close out a 3-0 yeah, lead, I agree. You should not stick with that team. I agree. You got to break it apart. You uh, have to. What would they do? I. They're, they're locked up on contracts. They're locked up on money. I don't know what they do, but, they got to figure something out, and because I do not like how they have played recently. No. Especially the past, two games, like it. Doesn't really seem like. They cared at all. It's like they didn't give 100% effort. It's the playoffs. Yeah. It's the NBA playoffs where yeah. greats are made, and they're not even playing to their full potential. Yeah, they're not. And it, it, it seems like they're not even trying at their full potential. Yeah. Either. But what would you do? I can't think of what they do because, I mean, they're consistently a playoff team every year. Of course, no team is playing just to make the playoffs. Every yeah. team is playing to get a ring. But, I mean, they already pretty much blew it up with the Simmons trade. I'm – that was pretty much blowing it up, in a way. I agree. One thing that I, I do like about, which we'll talk about this a little bit more um, when we talk about the 2-7 matchup later, um, they got someone who's actually playing. Yeah, and we're and, gonna, I and, can't wait to go in on Ben Simmons later. That's yeah, so ridiculous. they got someone who's actually playing. Mm-hmm. Yes, they gave up a lot and with all the other assets that they, they sent Brooklyn's way, but... I mean, there is no reason for this Philly team to be struggling to close out a game. Yeah, and, like, no. it doesn't even look like they, like, had a chance in game four or game five. I mean, yeah. game four was a little bit closer. I think uh, Toronto won by, like, seven or eight. But it just doesn't – it doesn't look good no, at all. it doesn't look good. Especially after you lose at home – and by 15. By 15, losing at home in a playoff game, going back to Toronto, it doesn't look good at all for them. And, I mean, Van Vliet, most of the time, plays like, if not their best player, their second best. I mean, he's one of their best two players every, yeah. every single – Yeah, and they're, Yeah, and they're without him. Yeah. And they're without Van Vliet, and they still won by 15 in Philly. If, if Toronto wins game six, I think this series is over. You think so? You think I, Toronto Toronto wins? If Toronto wins Game Six, they're winning Game Seven. In Philly. Yep. Okay. Well. That's that's so much momentum winning three games in a row. Yeah. Because think about this, going into Game Four, Philly had so much momentum. They well, were up three zero, and yeah. a lot of people were saying the same thing about the Sixers that there's they're going to complete the sweep or I mean mm-hmm. at least gentlemen sweep. And yeah. now and now we're talking about Game Six in Toronto. In Toronto. In Toronto. They're they're winning Game Six. Yeah. As we'll see tomorrow, the 28th, um, Game 6 is on NBA TV. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. And if it happens, Nick Nurse had probably one of the best quotes of all time. Uh, when they were down 3-0, he basically said, if we can make it 3-1, that's been done before. That's facts, I, I yeah. Think, I, mean, I like that. I really like that. It, it shows that this team's not giving up, no matter no. what. No, no. Which... Yeah. I think if the roles were flipped and Toronto was up 3-0, I think it was over. Yeah. they. W- I mean, Philly would have been done for. No, for sure. Philly would have been done for. Yeah, and I, I really hate the narrative that a lot of the media tries to put in into teams of any sport where it's a playoff matchup 
for example, like the Steelers Chiefs mm-hmm. matchup last year, where it's yeah. where the media is trying to get the other team's coach to say things detrimental to their team, which yeah. no good coach is gonna do. Like yeah. anything can happen in the playoffs. It doesn't matter if it's we've a seen crazy things. Yeah, we've. I seen mean, obviously we haven't we haven't seen a three zero deficit yeah. come back, but I no. mean we've seen crazier things. We've mm-hmm. seen crazier upsets. I mean, yeah. shoot, we just talked about it last uh, podcast. St. Peter's made the Elite Eight. Yeah. That's true. And almost made the final four. Mm-hmm. Like, it's as a 15 seed. Crazy things are happening in sports. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I would not be shocked. And um, I feel like within the last few years, history has been made a lot. Like, I feel like oh, yeah. crazy things. Like, I feel like a lot of things that don't usually happen in sports have been happening as of late. And I just, agree. So, we'll I see agree. with that. See, I I'm not even going to lie. I want to see Toronto win it. I want to see Toronto win, too. I want to see Toronto win it. I don't really like Philly. Mm-mm. I don't. I, I'm not the biggest fan of Philly either. Just because, how are you gonna bring in Harden, who, I mean, is arguably one of the best scorers of our generation. If not I like the best those scores. two players, but yeah. them playing together just it. They play for free throws, mm-hmm. and players that play like that just kind of annoy me. Mm-hmm. Trey Young a couple years ago, uh, actually I think it was last year, when he would do his. Uh, his like little pump fake, and then jump in and try to do the three. Yeah. That would piss me off. Yeah, like it is very irritating to watch because mm-hmm. I want to watch basketball. I want to watch something that was created to show art. Yeah, on the court For between sure. five people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a free throw competition. Yeah, no. If no. I wanted to watch that, I would go and watch wreck basketball down at the Colvin yeah. or something. Like, yeah. there's no way that I want to watch some. Like a free throw competition, yeah, no, especially it's, it's in the boring. National Basketball Association. Yeah, when each, like, I mean, each of them are shooting ten plus free throws a game. It seems like it's boring. Yeah, it's it really is. boring. It is. Yeah. So uh, moving on to the game five that we have tonight, the three six matchup between the Bulls and the Bucks. Um, I'm gonna start off with the Bucks. Yeah. Someone who I absolutely despise has been playing out of his mind recently. I know who Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen. Yep. I despise Grayson Allen. Uh, I've despised him since he was at Duke. I hate his character. Like, he just is – he's a cheap player. He he's is. had a history he with cheap moments. Yeah. But he's been playing out of his mind. Yeah, and he I, has. I can't hate it. I mean, mm-hmm. he's shooting the ball extremely well, which gives another offensive threat to this team after they lost uh, Chris Middleton for um, a couple of games. Now, on the Bulls' side – they stole that one game from him, but I think it's over. I think, I think Milwaukee goes in yeah. to Game Five and wins this thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, you think it's over tonight? I think it's over tonight. Okay. I think Milwaukee wins. I mean, the the wins that Milwaukee has this series are, like, pretty convincing. Convincing. There's game Game One was somewhat close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Game, game One. Game seven One. Seven points. Seven points. Yeah. Then the Bulls win, so it's one one. Mm-hmm. After that, I feel like that just kind of pissed off the Bucks. Yeah, and the Bucks have dominated. They've dominated the past two yeah. games. There's no way that they win in this Mil- game. In Milwaukee, yeah, I'm going to take I'm going to take Bucks. There's no five. way the Bulls win this game. Mm-mm. And obviously, like if it happens, we're going to come back to this episode and I'm going to look yeah. like an idiot, but Yeah, but I mean, I, that's part that's part of podcast. You got to you, you got to say what you believe and I mean, no one's going to two blowout wins and then you're going back home. Yeah. Especially getting those blowout wins on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Confidence is through the air with uh, this Bucks team, which yeah. I mean, it already was being defending champions and having Giannis on your team. So, yeah. 
but yeah, I mean, this Bulls team though, I think is is pretty good, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like this next year, I think they could put up more of a fight. Just I think every team, I think there's multiple contenders every single year. Yeah. For for now on, I mean, the way that the league is structured, the way teams are structured, I think it's it's actually intriguing for the league. Yeah. I mean, dude, looking at this series, I mean. With Grayson Allen playing the way that he is, and I mean Giannis is gonna Giannis. I, why is Grayson Allen not starting? Do you th- I don't. I honestly don't know why he's not starting. I mean, Wesley. Like, I mean, he's a three and D player, but I mean, Grayson Allen can do the same thing. I mean, you see him bring great defensive effort, and he'll tally a few steals while he's in the game as well. But I also don't think that. I think with a player like that, you want to have him come off the bench yeah. and kind of be that energizer, yeah. kind of be the spark plug yeah, that gives Wes- you. Yeah, Wesley's not going to do that anymore. I mean, at no. one point in his career, he maybe could, but yeah. I mean, he's going to sit if outside gonna, and shoot. The if whole you're gonna, time. if you're gonna have like a a three and D player, like I mean, it's kind of like your your boy Reggie Bullock. Yeah. Like you don't want him coming off the bench because yeah. he's not going to give you any energy. Yeah, that's that's facts. who that's yeah. who you want coming off the bench especially as your sixth man like we see the Suns have campaign who's mm-hmm. literally just a jitterbug like yeah. he will literally run up and down the court as, as many times as you yeah and he's always he diving on the ground always and, diving on the yeah. ground he's always kind of driving to the lane it doesn't matter how small his frame is like he's yeah. he's very energetic and that's mm-hmm. who you want off the bench to kind of spark plug mm-hmm. your offense especially if you're having a slow start yeah for sure so uh moving on to the series that we have been wanting to talk about um mm-hmm. for quite some time which is the 2-7 matchup which ended up being a clean sweep yep. for the Boston Celtics mm-hmm. um Boston and Brooklyn it's safe to say that Brooklyn was no match for the Celtics it seemed like it seemed like there was every single time the game started Boston was there and they weren't going to back down from anyone no. Like, the Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have been playing great. Defensively, they look basically the best defensive team we've seen in probably the past five years, considering yeah. the way that the game's been changing. And um, now that they have Rob back, too. And now that they have my pick for Depoy and uh, Robert Williams, like, yeah, this this team is extremely scary to make yeah, a run. And I would be scared to face against them which I think will be an intriguing matchup for the next round, which will be the Celtics and potentially the Bucks. Which I, I hate that it's already coming. I hate it's already coming, but I think it's good. You got to get one of them out and may the best team win. And I personally think Boston's been the best team in the league this entire postseason so far. Okay, so way too early, but is Boston coming out of the East? It is way too early, and yeah, we've seen – flashes of both teams but i think they're coming out of the east mm-hmm. they're confident they play great defense um they remind me a lot of that heat team the only thing with the heat which is heat team with braun and them no no, no. Is that I'm talking about the heat team that oh. right like this heat team okay this heat this team. year um they remind me a lot just because i they can score on the offensive end as well as play great defense yeah. i mean they held Katie, obviously Katie still averaged 26 points per game in this mm-hmm. series, but I mean, Katie was struggling for yeah a yeah, lot of the was. series. 
I mean, he would still go out, and his. it's crazy to say that he would struggle and still average 26 points per game, which is ridiculous. That just shows how good Kevin Durant is. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point, at some point, though, you got to give Boston the credit they deserve. Yeah. They've been the best defensive team. They've turned their season around. And I think over the past, like, 40 games or so, they've lost eight games. Yeah, they've which been balling. is phenomenal. Yeah, they were, they were – I mean, they were the best second-half team in the league. 1,000%. After All-Star break, they were the best team in the league. 1,000%. And with them, I, I would say that, yes, they would be the team to come out of the East. Just I think – that Heat team, that's the one seed, they match up extremely well with Boston. Mm-hmm. With having, I mean, if you if you look at the rosters and just kind of compare them, they are very similar. You got a, a somewhat of a short big in uh, Bam Adebayo matching up against Robert Williams. They switch everything. I feel like, like Bam's huge, though. Don't you think he's a he's, – okay, he's probably not a seven-footer. I bet you he's 6'11", though. Yeah, but he's also – he's someone who can play high. Yeah, he can. On the court. Mm-hmm. And that's – I mean, Robert Williams can play high, but, I mean, obviously he would like to be that rim protector yeah. that um, they need. But, I mean, they're – that's a that's a good matchup, I oh, think. Yeah. Oh, a yeah. Good potential oh, matchup. Oh, yeah, because both of these teams, dude, they're just so defensively dominated. That's going to be – I think that's – that series is going seven. I, w- I would think so too, but I mean, obviously Boston's got to get past yeah, they either gotta. the Bulls or the Bucks. Regard, I mean, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what happens. I would love to see the Bulls, you know, put up a fight, but I just don't see that happen, see happen, especially either. over like what we've seen the past two games. And let's talk about Ben Simmons. Okay, let's do it. Because you trade um, one of the best scores of the generation for to bring in. Um, Okay, the Sixers, they brought in Harden. And the Nets, they had this big three on paper, the best big three of all time. It's got to be. Possibly, On yeah. paper, the best big three of all time. Mm-hmm. And you're trading away James Harden to bring in Ben Simmons, who hasn't played, and all this back soreness and this and that. And he's expected to play when he gets to Philly because – or when he gets to Brooklyn, excuse me, because in Philly he's been sitting the bench the yep. entire season. He hasn't want to play. Um, he he didn't want to play. No. Regardless of if he had an injury or not, he did not want to play. And him requesting a trade and this and that and him finally getting traded. And he gets to Brooklyn and he still doesn't want to play. And does the exact same thing that he does in Philly. Dude, what is he doing? He, retire then. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to play for your team and you're supposed to be one of the best defensive players in the league, which he is when yeah. he's playing. But he's not playing. And uh, there's a few reports basically saying, I mean, I know that um, our good friend Ryan told us that uh, when he went to the shoot-around before the game, I think it was game three or four, uh, he was there for probably, I would say, how long do you think shoot-around is? Players usually get to the game, I'd say. You'd say like 45 to an hour? Like sh- shoot around as in as uh, in like they're they're warm up. Okay, yeah. They before they go back to the lock the locker room before fans are there. Yeah, yeah. You so say like forty five to an yeah. hour. Players actually get there. I just know this because I used to get to the Mavericks game two hours early mm-hmm. every time. 
the I'd say most players get to the arena about two and a half hours early, mm-hmm. and then the time that they're putting on their jerseys, um, that's usually that everyone has to be in the locker room by like forty five till tip, mm-hmm. and then they come out again with like twenty fifteen yeah. twenty till tip, and that's yeah. when they're doing layup lines or whatever. So he was probably out there. We'll just say an hour and a half before tip. Hour and a half didn't shoot a single basketball. He doesn't care. He doesn't care, one. And two, it's in his head. He knows if I'm, he goes out there and shoots and misses, someone's going to be like, oh, Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons. That's what's that's what's going in his mind. He needs to drop that. Yeah, he needs um, – dude, he's – He's an uh, NBA He's a basketball. grown man. He's a grown man. He's a grown the, man. He's in the best basketball league in the entire world. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to care what anyone says about him. No. He's making millions no. of dollars. Yeah, I don't. I he's don't. he's making millions of dollars to do what we're doing right now and sitting in a chair. Yeah. And stand up and clap. And stand up and clap. Mm-hmm. And wear some nasty <laughs> outfits. <laughs> and stand out because Brooklyn has black and white jerseys. Yeah, dude, what? How do you look your teammate in the eyes? No way they like Ben Simmons. His teammates can't like him. I mean, sometimes it looks like they do when they're sitting on Mm -hmm. the bench. But you can't not like a teammate. If you want to win a championship, you can't not like a teammate. That's just one of the things that happens. And, like, they're going to back him no matter what. We saw it in the regular season, the first time he went back to Philly. Like, Ben Simmons was backed up by Kevin Durant and Kyrie, obviously. And, like, you could see that emotionally. You could see that physically on the on the court like they were backing him up but he's got to get on the on the court if they're going to back him up like that he's got to back them up too whenever they're struggling against Brooklyn yeah i mean he he does not care go i mean no, it's it's he, lies it's, it's all it's, lies too yeah. it's lies he when when you're expected to play because all this time he he could have played the whole regular season but then when it gets to playoffs and game 4 i'd say is probably just go out there and try. Yeah, it's, it's 10 days probably from the start of the series. So you're saying, I'm going to play in 10 days. Like, Ben Simmons is expected to play game four. That's ridiculous. Yeah. How does how does he know he's going to be ready in exactly 10 well, you days? Know, you know what I mean? Like, he was ready the whole time. He could have been playing. S- Steve Nash said before game four that Ben Simmons had a – probability to play game five and i saw all of twitter saying boston should throw the game to call their bluff yeah he wasn't gonna play no he wasn't gonna play he wasn't gonna play this and even if they made it to the finals he wasn't gonna play no which is yeah i think if they made the finals ben simmons would not play no he'd ride the bench and get his ring no what's his deal like what do you think is going on like it's it's got to be a mental thing yeah. he can't shoot a basketball i mean he he might have the yips. Yeah, but he might. I mean, but he could at least go out there and play defense and go finish at the cup, which is I'm his not, game. I'm not comparing these two players. I know it. Markel Fultz went out and played. Yeah, he was still struggling. He had he was battling injuries. He was struggling. Couldn't shoot. He had the yips. Yeah, but he actually went out and tried and played yeah. and tried to break the yips. He tried to go out and. Play basketball. Yeah, and now he's—I'd say he's a, a solid bench piece. Yeah. I don't—I don't—I'm sick of seeing House of Highlights. Markel Fultz finishes with 13 points. Like, yeah. 
He's I mean, a he's, solid bench player. He is. He's a but, solid. I mean, also House of Highlights is going to do that because they want to promote. Yeah, but I, I'm sick of hearing about Markel Fultz. He's an average NBA player he at is, this point in his mean, career. He is, but, I mean, everyone's rooting for him. Yeah, I guess Every, so. Everyone's rooting for him. Ben, I'm rooting for and him. And no one's rooting for Ben Simmons. No, because yeah. Ben Simmons is mm-hmm. pissing everyone off. No, like, I Get know. on the court. Yeah, I know. He just it's, needs to get on the court, and everything will be okay. Will he play a game next season? I think he'll play a game next season. Will Will he be ready opening night? I say. You say no. I mean, he should be ready, but just how how much I know about Ben Simmons and kind of what I'm seeing about his character. If why would why would he if he if he if he doesn't play Brooklyn, he's a traitor. They need to trade him in the first place, bro, because they were. <laughs> Brooklyn trading. needs to move him ASAP if he doesn't play opening day. Even if he plays five minutes, I don't care. He played. He's making so much money, too. So much to money. To do nothing. Absolutely nothing. To he, do nothing. I'm just so confused why a player that's supposed to be an elite defender in the league, and, I mean, he was. I'd say he was one of the top guards at one point in his career, just how much he brings defensively. He was an all-star. Yeah, yeah and he's not, he's not playing at all. And he's not on the court. That is just extremely frustrating. I mean, if it's really – dude, Ben Simmons could play one through four. He, re- I think he could. I mean, dude, with his size, he yeah. can guard one through four. I mean, if it's really coming down to the point that just he is so scared offensively. They could have 1,000% used in this series. Mm-hmm. 1,000%. I mean, they were getting absolutely cooked on the offensive end. And his best piece is probably his defense. But he's not there. Yeah, and they, they traded a member of their big three to bring in this guy. and This guy who wanted out of Philly to play to somewhere play, else. To play ball. To play. And, now, and, and he, he just doesn't play, especially in the biggest games of the season in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I don't really keep up with interviews and stuff like that, but has he been talking to the media? Has he? When was the last time he talked to the media? I don't know. It's probably been a long time because yeah. I highly doubt that he wants to go out and – because I'm sure they would ask him so many questions. Uh, why aren't you playing? And then all of a sudden, he doesn't have an answer. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He'd sit there, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he... He doesn't know. No. He him he doesn't have an answer. Yeah. That's what's so ridiculous about it, is he doesn't even know why he's not playing. Yeah, I don't... It's one of the strangest situations in NBA history. It's got to be. One of the, Because I can't think of another time um, that a star player... Has there there hasn't been another time? No way there's been another where star time. Star players just sitting out. No, where he's just sitting out, and when it gets to the playoffs, the time when stars thrive, he doesn't no. even want to play. Then no. Why would he not prepare for game one? I mean, I'm not making an excuse for him sitting the entire regular season that he was in Brooklyn because there is an excuse, isn't yeah. an excuse for that. He was ready to roll, and now he's not playing. And all of this. Stuff talking about Ben Simmons and his representatives met with the Nets, talking about a mental block. Dude, did you did you read it? It was like something mentally in Ben Simmons's head is triggering his back pain. Did you did you uh-uh. read that? I mean, I know backs that are no joke. So do you. Yeah. But I mean, it's all lies at this point. It's lies. Yeah, hey, uh, I mean, it's just it's a lot. And his representatives are having to back him up and. Make up all of these. They have to make it up because he's not going to go out yeah, and no, say it. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It uh, is ridiculous. Yeah, and be- I mean, before we move on, 
Nicholas Claxton broke the most consecutive free throws missed in a game. He broke Shaq's record. Dude, that's horrible. That's really bad. Because he's it's, not a bad player. No. But – But when it comes to the postseason, you got to make free throws. And he did And your bigs need to make free throws because if they don't, they're just going to start fouling him every time he gets mm-hmm. the ball. I mean, it's a, that's a free possession. Mm-hmm. And it's just wasted. I mean, what did he go? He went 0 for what? 1 for 11. He went 1 for so 11. So did he make – He went 0 for 10 then. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I mean, I think the record was 0 for – Oh for not. Oh for eight. Eight. I think yeah. Shaq's was oh for eight because then he had those two free throws. He missed the eighth and then he missed the ninth, so he he, he had to make the tenth or eleventh. That's ridiculous. He's dude. Claxton isn't bad. No way you can't just get a lucky bounce. Yeah. If you go out, I mean, I think the both of us could go out and shoot a free throw with our eyes closed. Close our eyes. You think? Close our eyes. Close out our of eyes. 10? No, for ten. Do you think we can make at least two? Yes. One thousand percent. Could our moms granny shot one out of ten? That's a good possibility. Yeah, I mean it's not crazy to say that. I don't know, bro. That's. that's I mean, but also they're not in an (laughs) NBA environment. So yeah, I mean it's. (laughs) They don't have. I mean, but also Brooklyn. I mean, it's their player. It's not like he had yeah. everyone with the acme bricks behind the goal messing with him. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, that's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're gonna move on to uh, the Phoenix versus New Orleans series. Um, this has been an extremely fun series it's to watch. So mu- that that is my obviously the Maverick series is gonna be my first favorite, but. Uh-huh. The Pell series is right there behind it, them. Yeah, this this series has been great. We've seen Jose Alvarado give my guy Chris Paul hell. Two eight-second violations? That, I don't think that one last night was an eight-second violation. I don't think no. it was either, but, well, I mean. The ref, well, I mean, dude, he, I don't know. that It was late. That was a I, late call. I think it was a late call, too. I think that's why Chris Paul got that tech. I mean, yeah. but in the grand scheme of things, it still got the the win. Uh-huh. I think the one in game, what was it, game four? I think that one was yeah was yeah. a a huge um, positive for the Pelicans. Um, obviously, um, if you guys didn't watch last night um, in game five, Phoenix won to take a three two series lead. Um, which look one thing that I didn't like about this game is Phoenix could never actually close the game, and that's one thing that I don't really like um, going forward for the Suns team is even whenever they had Booker, it seemed like they couldn't put like put it the away. Na- they couldn't put it away, and like the same thing happened last night. They were just kind of they were going down, and they had a. I think a 12-point lead at uh, one point in the fourth. I mean, obviously, they won by, what, like 15 or something like that. Yeah. So they had, like, a 12-point lead, and then it got cut to six or seven. Nah, yeah, nine, somewhere in there. Yeah, within, like, two possessions. Mm-hmm. And so it's it was like, so why can't they just finish, yeah. finish it off? I mean – they had to they put campaign in which he was playing great which was a great sign cuz he's been struggling all series mm-hmm. and then you have Mikel Bridges who was shooting at lights out last night mm-hmm. i mean he had uh i think what 
30? What did he have last night? 30? 31. 30, 31. Yeah. yeah, didn't he have that one poster? Was that on BI? Uh, Who'd he dunk on? He put someone. Yeah, he, he put someone in the rim. He had a poster last night, too. And I mean, he is so. He had four blocks last night. Yeah. Four blocks. Four bro. blocks, and he had 24 of his 31 in the second half, which is. Which elite. is amazing. It's yep. elite. It is elite. Um, hey, so playing 47 minutes. 47 minutes. He's a dog. He's an Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He's an Iron Man. He's yet to miss a game. Hey, even when he was in college, he didn't miss one either, right? Yep. Yeah. But, Which is um, an insane stat. So this is kind of a uh, a fun little stat that I just found. Yeah. The Suns are 50-0 and whenever they lead after three quarters. 50-0 and after – so, dude, I mean, yes, I mean, you kind of see sometimes the Suns struggle in the fourth quarter, but if they're leading after three and they're never losing, I mean, that's that says something that, yeah. I mean, they're able to somewhat cl- – I mean, if they're 50-0 yeah. leading after 50 three, no, yeah. they're, they can close the game out, but I mean – I know they can, but, like, it's – it gets to a point – Too close for comfort, is that kind of what you're going yes, for? Yes, it's too close for comfort, especially when a team like the Pelicans who – can get hot at any moment. Yeah, because I mean they have they have they have Brandon Ingram who's been playing great. They have C.J. McCollum who obviously can get hot at the right time. They have I mean Herb Jones is playing great. Mm-hmm. Trey Murphy's playing great. Yeah, I mean they have I mean Valanciunas has been getting offensive rebounds like no other. Yeah, this entire Valanciunas. He's been is a dog. He's so good. Yeah, um, but obviously Game Six is. Uh, Tomorrow night, what do you think's happen? What do you think happens? As much as I want to take the Pels at home because I would like to see mm-hmm. this series go seven, I think Phoenix closes it out. I think, I think they win in six. I think Chris Paul scores over twenty five. Over twenty five, and okay. they win in game six. Okay. I think he he scores over twenty five, and he's leading the playoffs and assists right now with twelve mm-hmm. a game. So, um. He's playing great. I I would like for Phoenix to win this tomorrow just so they can have a little bit more time for Booker to come back healthy um, because I think this next series, um, the 4-5 matchup, which I think we should talk about now. Yeah. Um, your guys and the Mavericks playing yeah. the Jazz. Um, this has been another extremely fun one to watch. Yeah, and – I'm just going to go talk about this for two. The fact that there are NBA playoff games on NBA TV yeah. is the most ridiculous thing ridiculous. I've ever seen. Because a bunch of my family, we, we have Frontier Cable. That's mm-hmm. something that we have. They can't watch the games when it's yeah. on NBA TV because there was this whole disagreement with Bally Sports because Fox Sports Southwest isn't a thing anymore. And that's what all the games were on. Mm-hmm. You could watch every Mavs game on Fox Sports Southwest. And Fox Sports Southwest isn't a thing anymore, so now it's Bally. So Rangers, Stars, um, and Mavs, they they went from Fox Sports Southwest to Bally. And they're having to miss part of the playoffs just because NBA doesn't have another TV deal. Which, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There, there should not be playoff games on NBA TV. It should be – because, I mean, I don't like the play-by-play and color crews for NBA TV. Mm-hmm. It should be high – it should be high name um, – it should and just now, be national yeah, television. National like, television every playoff game. Yeah. I think but it's anyways. ridiculous that they just pick and choose. But um, anyway, I think the Mavericks close this series out. 
Um, obviously, we've seen Luca this past game was going berserk. Yeah. Um, Jalen Brunson's been playing out of his mind. Yeah. He's averaging, I think, around like 30 a game. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been playing great. I think Utah stands no match, and I think that Dallas gets the win in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I think so too. And one thing I want to touch on, I saw this on Twitter um, today. So, I mean, you're, I mean, it, you're gonna guess. You're probably gonna guess it just because of who we're talking about right now. But do you know who leads the NBA playoffs in points? Isn't it Jalen Brunson? JB is leading the NBA playoff in points. That's a tweet that I saw this morning. Um, that JB is he's leading the NBA playoffs in points. That is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, and then you have Luca coming bl- back and playing out of his mind. I mean, 33 points, 13 rebounds, and five dimes. I mean, Luca played out of his mind from the opening buzzer, from the opening tip to the final buzzer, mm-hmm. and he. He elevated his team to this win, and I think that when they go to Salt Lake City for Game 6, that they close it out tomorrow. Because, in all honesty, the Mavericks, I mean, you can say this about any series, whatever, they could have won every single game they played in. Yeah, I mean... Every game. They 1,000% could have. This series should have gone 5. Yeah, sure, Utah won Game 1 or whatever. This should have been... 4-1 4-1 Dallas, and now they're having to go to Salt Lake City to play Game 6 in Utah, so I'm I'm taking Dallas Game 6. I will say, you and I were both not very confident in Dallas winning um, Game 5. Yeah, I was not confident at all. I, I wasn't confident at all. I thought I, Utah would... I thought they would steal a game in Dallas and then go back home. I thought it would be a much closer matchup. Um than it was mm-hmm. in game five for sure but game six is tomorrow um but yeah i think i think dallas can close this out um i wish that they would be playing in dallas i think that'd be kind of fun yeah just for the dallas crowd to get a nice little playoff win um a series win yep. so moving on we're gonna move on just kind of um quickly past this one because obviously we saw denver steal a game but uh, Golden State has been absolutely dominating this Denver team. And yeah. even whenever Denver wins the game, like, I personally think that Golden State was the better team in both of them. I mean, they're averaging almost 125 points per game this series, which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it just comes to show how dangerous this team is. And I think they've been playing the best basketball in the West. Oh, they're – in my opinion, way too early. Um, they're who I probably see coming out of the West. Yeah, I mean, um, I could also see that as well. Um, although it's just kind of tough. 3-1, um, I think game – what, game five is in uh, Golden State, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so you I think, think they – You think they close it out tonight? I think they close out tonight, so – um, one thing I do want to point out, though, my boy, Bones Highland, he is one of the most fun players to watch in the NBA. Yeah, um, he's that guy. We saw him. We saw him score twelve points in two minutes. Yeah, it seemed like. I mean, 
he was he was balling. He gets the crowd involved, and I think if he doesn't get that crowd involved early in the game, you could have said wraps, especially how hot Curry was in the fourth quarter. Like, I think that um, whenever you have a player like that, I mean, he's, like I was saying earlier, he's the energizer for that yeah. team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets instant offense. Yeah, he's kind of a liability on defense for sure, um, just because he's a little smaller and not as strong, but – offensively he is a great player and he's a great six man and for him yeah, stepping up in his rookie season and the big time moments like I think it's awesome to see um but Denver I mean Jokic just needs help yeah he, he needs does. And I mean, Denver needs to be healthy um for them to compete yeah. in the playoffs especially whenever you're playing a team like the Warriors who are so deep and have so many weapons on the offensive end it's just kind of tough to ask one dude to kind of take on. But, yeah. I mean, obviously he's been doing it all season, and, I mean, that's why he's the MVP. Yeah, I mean, they're they're I mean they're without Jamal and MPJ. I yeah. mean, I don't know how different this series would be without – I think it would be a lot different, yeah. actually. I, I think well, I, I think, think so, it, too, but we it's hard to say just because we haven't seen Jamal in so long. That's true. But, I I mean, you got to remember, though, Jamal performs in the playoffs. He is one of the best playoff performers, whereas uh, – Someone for the Phoenix Suns, number 99, is probably one of my least favorite playoff performers of all time. Um, But, yeah, Jamal Murray is um, a great playoff performer. So is Donovan Mitchell, but Donovan Mitchell's been struggling. He's been getting clamped. He has been. By Dorian. Yeah, he's been getting clamped. So, I mean, really, the the next guy that you think about, next young talent that you think about come the playoffs is – Jamal Murray and he's not healthy, so I think, I think this series is tied if they're both healthy. Yeah, which I think. I mean, obviously it's hard to tell. Um, it's all the butterfly effect, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think this series is tied. But obviously it's three one right now, and I think Golden State closes it tonight because I think Steph Curry is gonna go out and get the crowd involved early, and I think um, this game five on TNT will be a blowout. Okay, so Jordan Poole, we kind of saw him not do too much um, in. Game four. What do you do? You see Jordan Poole having a big game tonight? Um, over under nineteen and a half for Jordan Poole. Ooh. He had like eleven last game, I think. Let me look on that. I'm gonna go over. Over for Jordan Poole. I'm gonna go okay. over. I think him and Steph are the two that get it done tonight. What about Clay? I mean, obviously Clay's gonna get his regardless. Yeah. But yeah, Clay, I think Clay gets his. Yeah, I think um, Jordan Poole will have a. A huge game. He's he's another guy that I love watching. He's he's one of the one of the fun players to watch in the he NBA. I know is. you hate him. I, I don't. You I don't hate him. I think you just hate the fact that everyone is on his bandwagon. Right yeah, now. I I. It's not that I hate Jordan Poole at all, but I'm trying to think of another player who I can compare this to. But it's just a player. Yes, he's been balling all year. Jordan Poole is a hooper, but it's just the fact now that I mean, you know how annoying Warriors fans are. I mean. Yeah. They were they were ten when they were winning the finals. Now now they're a little older. It's just you. I mean, you make the joke all the time. It's like the Fortnite kids who like the Warriors. And yeah. Now they have another player to, I mean, hype up every five seconds. I, I mean, mean, Warrior fans are just annoying in general. Yeah, I mean, obviously, are. like our boy Andre, he's cool. Like, yeah, he's cool. But he's Andre's, from California. But he's also, yeah, he's from the Bay Area. Yeah, so. he is from the Bay, dude. I'm. A lot of the time, and okay, this is another thing too. So. Uh, Denver, their home crowd 
it seems like it's a majority of, of Warrior fans. That's you think like, so? If you did you watch Game Four like all the way through? I don't think I watched it like the, entirely. The beginning of the game, whenever the Warriors were, I think, I think Clay was Clay hit two early threes. Okay, and that place was going crazy. Yeah, they Warriors have so fans that's, nationwide. That's, that's whenever I tweeted and I was like, I was like, dude, this sounds like a Warriors home game. Like yeah. it, it was crazy to me and just i think it's just the fact that they were a dynasty a couple years ago and i think it's whenever um i think that was whenever basketball had the probably their highest viewership honestly and a is when long time whenever the warriors were in their dynasty oh yeah when like those those finals appearances i think were were huge for the game of basketball and it's just the fact that Steph Curry is, is so fun to watch. I mean, yeah, he's annoying. I'm sure he's annoying to play against and defend and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, because you, if you fall asleep for two seconds, he's not even two yeah. seconds. Like it's, yeah, it's like milliseconds, and he's yeah. pulling up from seems like seventy four feet and yeah. draining it a majority of the time. So yeah, I think um, going back to the series, I think Golden State closes it out. Closes it out tonight on TNT. Um, so we're going to move on to this next series. This has actually been my favorite series to watch. It's been, yeah. These games have been top-tier basketball. It's two grit-and-grind teams. Two grit-and-grind teams between Memphis and Minnesota. Um, it has two of, um, two of my favorite players in the NBA – and Carl Anthony Towns and John Morant. Uh, John Morant last night hit a game-winning layup with I think like point something. Yeah, like I think they they had, they had one second left, yeah. but I, I don't think Minnesota had a timeout or anything. No. Um, so obviously put the game away. Um, he had a, a emphatic poster last night, but Memphis is leading three-two. Um, going back to Minnesota. Obviously, we know how crazy Minnesota fans are. Yeah. I mean, we've seen um, their protesters go out, try to glue themselves, chain themselves to the the uh, goal. So ridiculous. So, yeah. D- glue yourself to the floor with Elmer's glue? You, dude, Elmer's <laughs> glue hardly worked on construction paper, dude. Like, yeah. It does, dude, that's, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Like, yeah. <laughs> gluing yourself to the floor? Yeah. Hot glue. Dude, hot glue wouldn't even work, and yeah. that would burn you. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's one, one type of glue. Like, maybe if you had super glue and you let it dry to the back of your shirt, but I mean. Yeah. But the I just thought that this thing, I mean, it's. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I love seeing that video of that one security guard. He yeah. was he was on go. Oh, he was ready, bro. He, he was saw, ready. He, he knew he knew something was happening with them. Yeah. So he saw them and as soon as she made a move, he was right yeah. there, tackled her as soon as she stepped foot on the court. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't know if you saw this tweet or not, but Minnesota's undefeated whenever protest happens. <laughs> <laughs> in their game dude so what's that that is hilarious what was what was the most funny thing about the last protest is the friend you saw her filming oh filming yeah 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 what you see her filming but then when her friend gets tackled she just like hands (laughs) over and her friend is just on the ground it's just that is the most it's ridiculous it's so ridiculous (laughs) it's ridiculous i mean 
they're gonna there's okay. gonna be a protester at the game. My thing about okay, I'm gonna go to the uh, the one where the girl chained herself to the uh, tried to chain herself. Or tried to, to chain herself to the goal. How does she get a chain into the game? Yeah, that. How does, <laughs> yeah, that how does she get on the metal detector? Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, how maybe she... worn as a belt because I mean you know that like. But still, that's a big belt. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's bro. a big belt. Uh, uh, I don't know how in the world you get <laughs> you uh, get in the game. Yeah, I don't, bro. That it's so. I, and bro, I wonder what security thinks when they see someone bringing in a bottle of glue to the game. Like, I mean, I'm sure they didn't really think about it. They're like, oh, whatever. What? What? Ian, if you're working security, what? Why would you think someone's bringing in a bottle of glue? To I the don't game? know. Dude, yeah, see, know. there's no reason. There's no, no reason. There's no reason for anyone to bring glue to the game. Yeah, but okay, you're not gonna go out of your way, especially those security guards. They don't really care. Like, yeah, you yeah. gotta think about it. All they care about is if there's a bomb or if there's a gun. And yeah, the, yeah, but. Yeah, my thing is like, they. <laughs> I I'm just appalled on the way that they got the chain into the yeah. game, bro. What would what would have worked is if if they had the Elmer's glue stick, bro. That's the purple one. When it turns white after it's dry, you know she would have been stuck to the floor for the whole game. No, she would that, not. Yes, that is the best the best glue stick of all time is the Elmer's disappearing purple. <laughs> It got the job done every time. She would have been stuck to the floor for the rest of the game. Not for a human. It might for, like, some googly eyes. <laughs> yeah, but For some some googly eyes for crafts. Yeah, but not not gluing your hand to hardwood <laughs> during an NBA basketball game. That is... <laughs> it, yeah, it's ridiculous. But going back oh to it, um, obviously we've seen these teams go back and forth at each other yeah. via media, via Twitter, via... Even in game, we saw Patrick Beverly make a layup over John Morant, and uh, he has no bag. By the way, he has no. He is so frustrating, dude. He's frustrating to watch, but he's again, not good. He's not good. He's good at doing his job, and you know his job is to go and annoy the crap out of the star yes. players. He gets under their skin. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I don't care what anyone he, says about Patrick Beverly. He gets under the skin, yeah. and he's always someone that you want on your team. He does, but dude, he's not good. Like he is always someone you want on your team, though. Yeah, yeah, I I will say that. But dude, he's an he, enforcer. Yeah, but he he's is not an good. He is not good. Like just his the way he plays, bro. Sometimes it looks like on the offensive end, it is hard to watch. Oh, I mean, yeah, I would thousand percent agree with but you. But he's a, he's not. He's solid defensively. But he'll also he'll he'll score if he needs to. Like he'll he'll score. If he has a wide open layup, or if he has a three that no one wants to close out on him, sure he'll knock it down. Yeah, but that's all. That's all you need for someone who's gonna just lock down on defense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm Agreed. not even gonna say he he locks down on defense because the players here he's guarding are still scoring yeah. thirty plus points per game. But my thing is like he will get under the skin, and sometimes it works, and when it does work, it's wraps. Because you know if you're if he's under the skin of the star player. The star player is out of the game for the entire game because he's not gonna let it go. Mm-hmm. He's gonna let it. He's gonna continue his his just annoyance through the entire game, and that's something that you want on your team, mm-hmm. especially on a team like seven seed. Like that's, of course, that's something you want. Now, Carl Anthony Towns at the beginning of the series was struggling big time. He was talking a lot of crap on Twitter, and he was averaging like eleven points per game. But now he's he's stepped up big time the past two games. Obviously, didn't get the job done in game five. 
Um, but overall, he's playing great. Yeah, he is. Um, and I think this game, this series goes to game seven back in Memphis. I think Memphis yeah. does pull out um, victorious in the series, but I think Minnesota will get the win on the 29th, which is what? No, Friday. Yeah, is, is game six Friday? Game six is okay. Friday, and then game seven will be the 1st of May um, back in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, 100% John Morant has been playing great. I mean, he obviously he's been struggling shooting the ball, but, I mean, he steps up when he needs to. Yeah, he doesn't. he doesn't need to. I mean, he, I mean, he can get his without yeah. knocking down threes, mm-hmm. which is. He can get his, and he almost had a triple-double last night. Yeah. So um, that's big time for them. Uh, now, on the other end, Anthony Edwards has been stepped up, stepping up big time, and it's always good to see young talent step up in the playoffs. Because yeah, I mean, we saw it happen with Jason Tatum. We saw it happen with Jalen Brown earlier. Whenever everyone was saying, "Oh, he's only 19. He's only 19." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, with Luca too. With Luca, he steps up big time in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, always good to see young talent do that. Um, but I think Minnesota next year they got to just stay healthy. The team that they're building right now is, is it's it's solid. pretty good it's, it's solid. solid yeah it's solid um kind of a piece away yeah they're one piece away i think they need one more star um like an all-star caliber player because they got their they have their star, their all-star caliber players already yeah they got d'lo they got cats yeah they and got ant ant um that's big time they got defense they got depth mm-hmm. it's a good team i want to see a little bit more depth off the bench though because yeah. kind of looking at that now i mean McDaniel's, Nas Reed, McLaughlin, and mm-hmm. Malik Beasley. I mean, McLaughlin's playing good though. Yeah, and Malik Beasley's actually. I like Malik Beasley. Malik Beasley's also playing good. He's tough. Um, Vanderbilt locked down. Patrick Beverly locked down. Yeah, this team's good. Now Memphis is also. Um, I think I said it in previous episodes, but they play like an AAU team, and I love it. They gel together. They, um, I think all of those players will die. For their peers like they would yeah. go out and they would kill for their peers um they're hungry i think they lose next round regardless you talking about memphis yeah okay you think, I think so you think they get bounced by golden state golden state, Go- golden state well, i'll say that's a lock they're gonna be yeah denver, so. i agree i agree so um i think we are um gonna wrap this episode up do you want to do like a Larry Birdle. Yeah, yeah, close go out ahead and pull it up. All right. Yeah, for sure. And one thing that I'll actually, before we close it out, there was two more talking points that I wanted to okay. hit on before we close it off. Yeah, I mean, we Kevin still Durant got swept. Sure. He got swept. We didn't talk about that. I mean, we talked about them getting swept, but we mostly talked about Ben Simmons. Kevin Durant got swept. And Kyrie. And Kyrie. Two, two supposed to be two all time talents. Yeah. Kyrie, like everyone says, he's one of the most skilled players ever. Kevin Durant is one of the best scorers ever. Yep. And they got swept. Mm-hmm. Swept, bro. They couldn't have even stolen. They, they couldn't, couldn't steal, steal one, game. one game. But I think that's. One, one game. I they had to steal one. That's, and they couldn't. That shows props to Boston a lot more than the cons to Brooklyn. Boston outplayed them every single game. Brooklyn and should not have gotten swept. I know they shouldn't have gotten swept, but they outplayed them every single game. They wanted it more. Yeah. They wanted it more. And obviously, like, I'm a KD guy. Like, I like KD. I know it's a guy from Oklahoma. 
like in KD is a, a, a rare sighting. But yeah, I don't. I'm not a big KD fan. I like KD, um, but he is one thousand percent needs to win at least one game in this series. Dude. And He's this, getting swept. I know we had. I mean, I know that's a two-seven matchup. This is his team, and he got swept. It's a two-seven matchup, and it's hard for a seven seed to win. It doesn't but matter. They shouldn't have they been a had, seven seed. They've been battling adversity they all had, year. They, they had been a seven seed in the first place. Them and the Lakers were favorites to win at the beginning of the season, and yep. they're out. Mm-hmm. They're nowhere to be found now. They're in Cancun. I mean, we actually saw LeBron in Cancun, bro. It's, it's so it's so ridiculous. I just I think the fact, and I mean, th- I'm not gonna get down the rabbit hole of Kevin Durant and going to the Warriors and this and that, but he finally has his. I mean, with the Golden State Warriors, he had. I mean, he obviously had Steph, Clay, mm-hmm. Draymond. He had all these guys with him, and that was that was Curry's team. Still, when Durant was there, that was Curry's team. Durant came in. Durant came in. Curry had already okay. won. I mean, yeah, Durant was probably the best player on the team, but that is Curry's player. team. That is Curry's team. I mean, it will always be Curry's yes. team, though. Even whenever Curry retires, that's still Curry's yes. team. Everyone's going to think of Warriors. Oh, Steph Curry. Yes, exactly. That's how it is. But I will say he was not the best player on the team. So Durant. KD is the best player in basketball. He got swept. I know he got swept, but he's the best player in basketball. You can't take it away from him. What, he got clamped. Giannis? Better than Giannis. I th- he's still better than Giannis. Giannis, now. And, ya- and look where Giannis is going to be. I know. Giannis will be playing next week. Also, I had this conversation with my um, brother and my dad uh, over, I think it was over Easter weekend. Yeah. I think Giannis retires as a top three player, if not of all time. Of all time. So you think it'll, what, Jordan Braun Giannis? Yeah. I think he retired. I mean, you got to think though. He'll snag another you think he'll snag another ring or two? Before uh, he'll the end snag of his at least one or two more rings. He'll snag at a least depoy. A, another depoy. Another MVP? Yeah, yeah, he's so nice. He's up there. And he's his, up there. His player development is absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. How I mean, much he's developed since yeah. coming in the league. And it's I mean, crazy. you got you got to think though. If he plays the same amount of years that all those guys have, He'll be up there in points. He'll be up there in rebounds and blocks. He'll yeah. be up. I mean, he'll be up there. Yeah. And I think he will be one of the best players of all time. Okay. So, will Kevin Durant get another ring before he retires? I say no. I say I also say no. I also say no. But rings to win a ring, you need a team around you. I know that there's been cases where it's just been one guy winning, but in today's NBA, it's it's tough to have or to win a ring with just yourself and yeah, maybe but, one but other that, piece. That the case is, is that this Brooklyn team was not just Kevin Durant, but it's him and Kyrie. You can't Seth Curry. Seth he's Curry, Hooper. Seth Curry's a but he he's is, a he's a liability on defense. Yes, he could shoot lights out all day. Probably one of the best shooters. In like the league, volume wise, the catch. yeah, yeah, maybe all time volume wise, mm-hmm. but he he shoots better percentage wise than his brother. Yeah, and his brother's the best shooter of all time. Yeah, but you can't rely on Bruce Brown. You can't Agreed. rely on, on Nick. Bruce Saxon. Brown has his days though. He's not bad. He he He'll has his days, his but he was horrible this series. Yeah, and the the fact of the matter is like, whenever you have 
a a team that just has two superstars, and then the rest are just eh, like they're gonna struggle. You need a complete team. They don't have a reliable big man. They don't have Drummond. I feel like at some points in the series he was playing really. Dude, he showed, on the he, offensive glass, he is an absolute monster. Yeah. The, there's no excuse for them to get swept. I 1,000% agree with you. But I want to say that next year is KD's last fighting chance for a ring, for one more He's ring. He's not getting it. And I don't think it happens. No. Because the, the, the way the league is shaping out to be is there's like 10 contenders next year. Yeah, so yeah, there are, there are, but dude, just with Kevin Durant, I I was never a Kevin Durant hater when he was in OKC. Mm-hmm. Just the thing, and I mean, I've said it multiple times on this podcast, dude. The fact that he was up three one against the Warriors, they battled all the way back, yeah. and it was obviously a heated no. series. And he goes and plays he's with them. Saw, I know he's that. No, was, that is so soft. It's soft. No, and the people that try but to defend that that wasn't soft, but he is he my is. Blood. He is a very good basketball oh, player. Oh, very good. But you gotta. This is this is the reason why I say he's the best player in basketball is because I take all of that away. Like I don't think of that. I just think of what he does on the court, and he is one of the best players in in basketball. He is, and he got swept. I know. No, if you're the best player in the league, you should be able to steal a game. I know. One game, dude. Okay. One game. Yeah. One game. Jokic by himself stole a game. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't Kevin Durant okay, with Jokic, Kyrie? Jokic also had guys step up. Yeah, he did. He had Monte Morris stepped up. Mm-hmm. Bones, Bones stepped had up. His game. Yeah. yeah, I mean he had those those guys step up. It seemed that no one on the Nets was stepping up. Seth. St- how, I mean, how he, many- had, he had he had a rough game. I think it was Saturday. Yeah. But then. Uh, game four, or yeah, yeah, game four, he had a good game. Yeah, but I mean, like five threes for him, like threes. That's his job. Yeah, that's his job to knock down shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his job. And when he's not, they're not gonna win games. Mm-hmm. But th- that's my that's my big thing is like, yeah, good players. I mean, we saw DeRozan take over and steal a game. We saw, but I mean, that's he also had players around him stepping up too. Yeah, Ian, they dude just. One game, they couldn't steal. They couldn't steal one. one game. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, they I, know, I know. They, they couldn't they, steal they, one game. But finals yes. favorites, mm-hmm. finals favorites going into the season, plus two hundred and thirty. They couldn't win one playoff game. I know. They're gonna. That's that's the only team mm-hmm. in the whole league that made the playoffs that couldn't win one game. Yeah. That that was the only sweep. Mm-hmm. That, I I don't understand that. And then I do want to go back to the Dallas series because okay. we didn't get to talk about that. We talked about it a little bit, but not a whole lot. I think if it's a it is a big if because they're gonna have to beat Utah. Mm-hmm. If they can, I think they if they win this round, they make it to the Western Conference Finals. You think so? That's how I'm feeling. Yeah, but I think I think if no matter if it's Phoenix or Pels, I think they beat him in a seven game series. Now that Luca's back, a full series with Luca, I see them. You think the even Conference Finals. even with a healthy book? See, that's what's hard. And the Suns, the past. Maybe not. Maybe not ten years. I'll say like seven, five, seven to five to seven years. They've pretty much owned the Mavs in the regular mm-hmm. season. The Mavericks don't beat the Suns in the regular season, and I just think that Luca in the playoffs, he finally gets into that second round, 
everyone's counting Dallas out. They're getting no – they're playing on NBA TV. Mm-hmm. That's the first time they're getting no – I mean, no league-wide coverage, I feel like. I mean, they did work them. Well, they played in they played on TNT. Yeah, they played in TNT uh, on tomorrow. Game 5, and then they're going to play on TNT tomorrow as well. But I just have a feeling, dude. I've had a feeling kind of since midway through the year that they're – that something's something's different about the team. I mean, you have all the role players with Luca, and you have the co-star with JB. Mm-hmm. Dan has kind of been more silent this series. Yeah, he hit some big shots, and I think it also Maxi's been stepping up this series. Dude, he's been playing. He, he's been playing great. Yeah, his game one and game two, not game one, game two and game three, mm-hmm. he was shooting the ball so well, and kind of the dynamic, and I feel like the the Mavs lineups have kind of changed a little bit, and he mm-hmm. hasn't been that same player, but I feel like that mental block in his head that was present for his first two playoffs where he couldn't hit a shot mm-hmm. is gone. He know, He's proved himself to be an, a good playoff shooter, and the past two games he hasn't been shooting very well. I mean, last game he had zero points. Yeah. But that was just because the starters ran this game. Luka, Luka took this game over, and I don't know, dude, just – Luca would be the best player in that series, that Mavs Sun series. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, when I mean, and the team around Luca isn't bad. I they see aren't bad. I just think Phoenix is deep. Yeah, dude. they're very deep, and they Phoenix have is deep. wing defenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dallas does too, though. I mean, if you look at Dorian and Reggie, they're playing lockdown as of late yeah. on defense, which is. Re- that's what all Reggie Bullock's out there to do is play defense yeah. and hit an occasional three. That's all he's out there to do, and he does that role so well. Would you rather play a Booker-less Phoenix team or the Pelicans in the second that's round? That's tough. I was thinking about that the other day. Um, I'm going to go – trying to think about matchups. I'm going to go the Pels. I'm going to go the Pels. You'd rather play the Pels? Yeah, I think that Phoenix defensively without Booker is still better than the Suns defensively. Mm -hmm. And the Mavs defense. And the Pelicans. Yeah, then the Pelicans. Yeah, Yeah. the Mavs defense um, keeps them in any game. Mm -hmm. You you typically don't see them get blown out. I mean, they got blown out twice towards the end of the year, but it was against two bad Eastern Conference opponents and the Hornets and the Wizards. And Dinwiddie, he had been resting back-to-backs and this Mm -hmm. and that. But – the Mavs keeps them in any game, and I would rather play the Pels. I think that just the Mavericks match up better with the Pels. Okay. So that I just think that the Suns are so solid defensively, and, I mean, having the Mavericks, I mean, their offensive load has typically been carried by Luka and Brunson. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the Pelicans could shut down both of them. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be a great series. Luka would be guarded by Mikel Bridges probably. Mm-hmm. Which would be – I mean, he's Luca gets his no mm-hmm. matter who he's. Either, against, he's either that or Jay Crowder. See, I'm taking Luca on Crowder. I mean, I am too. But Lu- Crowder's strong though, dude. Yeah. Luca. That's likes, the only thing is Luca yeah. likes to body people yeah, down likes, low. Yeah, and Crowder. But Crowder's Bridges, strong. Crowder's. I I say Crowder's stronger than Bridges, but they're both. They are both, so good defensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. I don't do the thing about Game Six is I the Jazz they're not going to shoot as bad as they did. Three of 30 from downtown. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is atrocious. And part of the reason, and I'm going to touch on this guy. We haven't talked about him all podcast. The two guys for the Mavericks that are getting overlooked, that if the Mavericks make a run in this playoffs, mm-hmm. they're going to be two of the keys. It's Dorian and Reggie. 
in my opinion. Just the way that Dorian plays defense and he guards the best player on the floor. And then Reggie, I mean Reggie makes you money. Yeah, Reggie Reggie has been making me a little bit of money recently. We've kind of been me and some friends, uh, we've kind of been sports betting a little bit. Nothing nothing too crazy, but just kind of testing it around and um we've been hitting the over on Reggie's th- his he's a lock for over two and a half every game but the thing is is he hasn't hit more than three every single playoff game three of eight three of five three of six three of eight three of nine in last game he got tossed like a minute and a half after he after he hit that last three so I mean I think that I mean he'll probably hit his three threes um in game six, but mm-hmm. someone I'm more confident in hitting those three threes in game six is Dorian. Really? Dorian, the way that he plays with Luka is just – it's so nice because, obviously, you don't see a lot of off-ball movement with Reggie. Yeah. And with Dorian – That's – so I watched the game with all the people that um, that put money on Reggie. Everyone was freaking out about how he was just sitting in the corner. Yeah, and sitting it, in the corner and yeah. then, dude – the way he runs up the court is just so f- – because, I mean, he is tired defensively. I mean, yeah. he, had, he had multiple steals, and he's he does his work on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. But watching him run up the court was so funny because he was just kind of like lollygagging up the he's court. He's lollygagging all the way to the corner and yeah. then would just stand there the entire mm-hmm. possession. And then as soon as it was on the defensive end, he would lock up. Yeah, and it, see, that's, that's what's so good about Reggie is he's a versatile defender. Yeah. You could ask him – to guard one through three because he's been yeah. guarding Conley yeah and Conley has not been doing anything mm-hmm. just because Reggie he works so hard defensively and he has good hands just I think he's finally came into his role with Dallas because you saw when he first got there he was not playing well at all yeah and he was very frustrating to watch but second half of the season when Luka went down and the Mavericks went on that tear that pretty much got them from a lower half seed to mm-hmm. home court advantage you saw Reggie Bullock hoop and I just think that his role in the playoffs, I mean, you can cut, you're more than welcome to touch on this too, but I think just Reggie and Dorian, they gel this team. They hold this team together. Obviously, Luka and JB are going to get theirs offensively, and mm-hmm. that's expected. But Reggie and Dorian. They pick up the slack from yeah. both Luka and JB defensively. defensively. Yeah, they do. And. I and just, they're I, also reliable on the three point. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they can. They can hit their shots for sure. Yeah, they can. And sometimes you see Dorian, he'll sometimes he'll start off throwing the just he either starts off really good or he's missing two or three straight threes and they look atrocious. Yeah. But the way Dorian Finney Smith, um, he deserved every bit of that fifty-two million dollar contract that he got, just because he is one of the most reliable three and D wings in the league, mm-hmm. just for what he brings. And Reggie. Just what he does, I mean, he's not – he he'll hit his three threes. That's about it, and he'll rebound. But just what he brings defensively, and he's playing him and Dorian 40-plus minutes pretty much every game. Until last game, I mean, the Mavericks blew out the yeah. Jazz. Yeah, but I think mean, – And he got tossed. And then he got tossed right after. And Luke is paying for his fine, so. Uh, and you saw – I mean, and kind of just who I was talking about, um, even though the Hassan Whiteside thing, he, he threw down Luka a little bit, but – Luca wasn't mad. He was mad when he looked up at him, but he was thinking Dorian was going to help him up. Yeah. And then Dory, the first two over to Whiteside to kind of say, what's up with that? You saw who they were. Yeah. Dorian and Reggie. Yeah. So, and that's that's what you want in the playoffs. You want 
you players want, to stick but up. But you for. also want, yeah, you want your players to stick up stick for Stick up for your teammates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even though, yeah, it, w- it was a bit of a hard foul, and it was just after that Whiteside kind of a little bit kind of just threw him down or whatever. Yeah. But Luca kind of looked up at him. He was mad initially, but then he was expecting Dorian just to come help him up. But then that's what kind of started yeah. Dorian getting teed, <clears throat> Whiteside getting a double tee, and mm-hmm. Reggie getting thrown out too. So, I mean, that's what Dorian and Reggie Bullock – they're very overlooked by the national media. I yeah. mean, just like any team, they're gonna overlook the, the three roles. and D. Yeah, they're I mean, gonna the they're, role players. They're the gonna role get players overlooked. are gonna get overlooked for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. national television is just gonna focus on the stars. Yeah, which is understandable. Yeah, which is understandable. That's but what makes the revenue. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. And I just think the way that I'm just I'm a big Dorian fan, and yeah. as of late, I've liked Reggie. I mean, I've 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 liked Reggie for most of the second half of the year, and I mean it's been fun just watching him because I've been wanting him to hit a bunch of threes. Mm-hmm. But um, I think for sure that Dorian and Reggie are two of the most. They're very. I feel like they're. I mean, just like you said, they're going to be undervalued by the national media. But mm-hmm. the way that Dorian and Reggie are playing is exactly what you want out of them. Yeah. I mean, that's the absolute most you can ask for when it comes to two three and d guys that are that are playing in dallas yeah, i agree all right you want to wrap this up yeah all right let's do this larry Birdle. okay you gotta to close it out gotta cool, pull cool. it out okay so what's a good first guess that you want to do let's go with tyrese halliburton okay let's go speaking of tyrese halliburton the i read a report the other day did mm-hmm. i tell you that about the trade package the Mavs wanted to send for him on draft night. Uh-uh. They wanted to trade up, so they wanted to trade up the pick that they got Josh Green with, 18, okay. the 31st overall pick, and JB, all to move up to draft Halliburton. Interesting. Okay, so uh, Halliburton, so it's a guard, mm-hmm. shorter than 6'5", older than 22, and a number is higher than zero in the Western Conference. Okay, Western Conference guard. Mm-hmm. Shorter than 6'5". Yeah. How old is Tyrese? Uh, he's 22. Okay, he's 22. Uh, I'm going to go with... Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I'm going to go Jose Alvarado, actually. Oh, yeah, because he's 24. 23. 23. 23. So, West Conference guard, 6 foot. So, he's a little little taller than 6 foot. So, he's probably like 6'1". And he's not in the southwest. Okay, so he's either in... The Pacific mm-hmm. or Jordan Poole older than I think it's a little. I don't think Jordan, not Jordan, because uh, Jordan Poole's number zero, I think. Isn't oh, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. Is so it's not, or is he three? He's one of those, but Jordan Poole isn't uh, he's not, he's like six four, yeah, yeah. So he's not. So the Pacific, he's either in the Pacific or Northwest, and Okay, so he's he's older than twenty three. Jersey's lower than fifteen. Mm-hmm. Let me let me look at these teams. Let's see what we're thinking. Hmm. Oh, let's go. Uh, oh, never mind. He's not that short. Oh, let's go. Uh, oh, never mind. His number. I was gonna say Spida, but his number's obviously not lower than fifteen. Yeah. Let's mm. go. Hey, let's go. Um, we can go. Chris Paul. Let's do CP. Okay. All right, so it's in the northwest, and numbers close to three. Like four or five. Four or five. 
in the northwest. Four uh, or five in the northwest. What number is what number is Bones? Bones is three. Bones is three. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's uh, who's number? There's a five for um. Who? Oh, oh no, Will Barton's not that short. Um, I'm trying to think. We can't. We can't not. We can't not get it on the pod, dude. We have. We have to lock in and get this. So he's in yeah. the northwest. His numbers. Okay, number four or five in the northwest. Utah. A number four or five. I'm not thinking of anyone. Yeah. We've been watching this series. Number four yeah. or five. No. What's Clarkson? Like zero He's or double something? Zero. Double zero? Cool. Yeah. All right. Denver, number four or five. Oh, uh, no, I think Jamichael Green is four or five, so it's obviously not Jamichael. Um, Minnesota, four or five. Or Portland, four or five. Thunder, oh. Thunder four five. I don't know. I say let's I'm let's stumped, let's dude. guess a team. Let's guess a team. Guess a team. Mm-hmm. And see if we can get lucky. How many guesses do we have on Larry Birdle? We have eight. Eight, and we're eight. at three right now. Yep, three. Okay, so oh, let's go. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the uh, the Minnesota guards. I know. Because he he could be on the T Wolves. Oh, Jordan McLaughlin. Is he? Okay, it's Northwest, so we know that. So it's got to be five. Five or four, still. Wait, what, what number five is or four? Six. Oh, wait, so that means, no, if it's yellow. It's four or five still. The number. Okay, still four or five? Okay. Yeah. Joe McLaughlin is 5'11". Is, uh, 511? Sheesh. Okay, so it's Portland, OKC, Denver, or Utah, number four or five. Mm-hmm. I think we can go ahead and throw away Utah. Yeah. I mean, unlo- we're, we probably forgot about someone off the bench for them, but oh, never mind. I was going to say Jared Butler, but he's number 13. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. And Portland is kind of bummy. They have a lot of bench guys. Yeah. But I think they might have a number four on Portland. Avery Simons is what, zero? Yeah. Or one. He's zero or oh, one. Oh, yeah, one. Hey, where is uh where's um what's his name? I, j- I literally had his name on the tip of my tongue and I just Hey, where's uh how I mean Justice Winslow's taller though, right? Because I know he's played in Portland. He's bounced around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I feel like he might be a little undersized, is though. Greg Brown four for Portland. Yeah, but he's so tall. Yeah, and he's not a he's not a guard either. Yeah, but yeah, I think Greg is four for Portland. Hmm. So we narrow it down to a team, and then we can just so okay. So we don't know it's Portland. We or we know it's not Portland. We but know it's not. They might have a five guard. Then guard this number. Oh wait, I think Nasir Little's number five for them, or is he eight? I don't know. So we can ex- So he's either on what teams in the Northwest have we guessed? Just Minnesota. That's the only one. Only one we guessed. And I guessed. think we can guess. We can X is, out. Is Nasir Little five? Uh, I mean, I know he's either five or eight or something like that. Really? Yeah. I mean, 
I say we just guess. I say we just guess another team, mm-hmm. and then we try to get it. I'm trying to. I think. always forget it shows the division on this thing. Yeah, I I have my divisions pulled up. I have the division pulled up right now too. Golly, we're getting stumped on this yeah, one, are. dude. I'm trying to think if I don't think there's a number five though on. I could be so wrong though. Yeah, I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a five on Portland. I say we guess. Let's guess a team. Okay, let's do. Oh wait, what's? Is there five on the Thunder? I'm so bad with. There are so many young. Obviously, Giddy's three. Who's four and five? Oh, uh. Wait, really? That's not. That's Who not you thinking? Working. Who you thinking? Is it Lou Dort? He's just not that short, but I mean, I think he is number five. I say you just guess it. Dude, what the heck? It just restarted. <laughs> it restarted? All right. Sorry. Yeah. Looks like yeah. we're going for another one. So. <laughs> yeah, we're going for another one. Yeah, sorry I, about that. The world may never know yeah, who no. that one was. So we'll start another one. You, Dude, there's so many. If you guys play Pirtle, I advise you get an ad blocker if you do Larry Birdle because there are so many ads on here. My computer is literally about to crash he's about to get All a right. virus on neville yeah. papperman's about to pop yeah. up on your screen dude and um steal your credit card okay, and your who, social okay let's start with blue door yeah we can start on blue door let's do that okay guard he's 22 is with the low jersey number the low jersey number in the east and he's a little he's taller than six three dude it was a thousand percent blue door last time Wait, how tall? Lou Dort's only 6'3"? Mm-hmm. It was 1,000% Lou Dort Okay, last so time. it was Lou Dort. <laughs> so we were going to get it, but um, the thing was messing up. So, okay, so he's a guard. He's 22. His number's lower than 5. Yeah. And he's in the east. I mean, oh, that means it's lower than 4 and 3, too, because it's not yeah. yellow. So he's number, wait, 2, two one, 1 or 0. 2, 1 or 0 in the east? Mm-hmm. Oh, go, uh, wait, is he taller than 6'3"? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say Tyrese because he's zero, in, but he's not taller yeah. than 6'3". Hey, let's try to get this in two. Okay. So n- so number two, one, or zero in the east, and he's a shorter guard. Oh, dude. Wait, how old is he? 22. Is Lamella 22? No, he's 21. Yeah, he's younger. Oh. Um, Halliburton. Okay, so central division. So he's six four, I think. The, this yeah. guy's six this four. Dude in is central? six four. Okay, Pistons cap. Six four numbers, and he's zero. Six, number zero, twenty two in the central division. Six who's, who's four. number zero from Milwaukee? Is, it, is Bobby Portis zero, or is he? He's five, I think, okay. five or eight, or something like that. I don't know who zero okay. is. Then. Pistons. Who do they have? A young guard, number zero. Oh, Cavs, Cavs, Cavs. Oh, is D- no, DG's not zero. Okay, so we know it's not the Cavs. K-Love yep. is zero. Mm-hmm. We know it's not the Cavs because K-Love is zero. Yep. Um, it's not Indiana. It's not Indiana. Bulls, who's zero? Oh, is Kobe White 6'4"? 
Hey, Kobe White is number zero, though. Let's go. Let's go. All right. It's a good way to, to end it. Yeah, three guests. Right three guests, a little purdle real quick. Yeah. Or Larry struggled. Yeah, we struggled on the first one. Okay, I'm going to click out of this thing. Cause yeah, get Neville Papperman off yeah. the screen, dude. You're about yeah. to get hacked. All right, y'all. Um, I think we're going to wrap this up. Uh, appreciate you guys if you made it this far. Um, we're going to try to come back and do this. Um, just another update uh, after these uh, – First, this first round kind of wraps yeah, up. Things so. can look a lot differently a lot than we different. think right now. Yeah, so. a lot different. There's still um, games to be played, so we never know. But thank you guys for listening. This has been Coast to Coast, a basketball podcast. Irving and Curry, one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry.